There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. This is the show, Soul to Soul. Welcome to a new year, to the year Tav Shin Pei Aleph and our first radio broadcast of this new year. May the Rabban Shalom grant us to be able to spread Torah, to be able to share time together and, and have meaningful words of exchange during the coming year. Words that will give Chizuk Words that will give encouragement, words that will strengthen us, words that will increase our, our database and, and, and learning and understanding and knowledge about Hashem and His Torah and, and His mitzvahs. Because that's the whole purpose of, of us getting together. There's no other, there's no other purpose than, than, than that. So let's get right into it. We're standing, Baruch Hashem, on the threshold of Shabbat Shuvah and then going right into Yom Kippur 24 hours. After that, so we need already to be in a high state of alert and preparation for, for Yom, Yom Kippur. So let's talk about words, two words that I think are, are quite important in terms of Yom Kippur. One is, of course, the words Kippur or Kapara, Yom Kippurim, which we usually translate as Day of Atonement, a day of, of forgiveness. Now, the truth is, in, in, in Lashna Kodesh, there are three basic words that are usually used to derive different levels of, of forgiveness. We talk about Salicha, we talk about Mechila, and we talk about Kapara. What's really interesting is that actually the words Kapara is almost never, never used. For example, in, in the Shmoneser, we have a bracha about atonement. We say, Slach lo novinu ki chotonu, we talk about chait, machal lo namakenu ki foshanu, we talk about pesha, slicha, we talk about slicha, machila, slach, machal, we don't mention kaper at all. In that, in that paragraph. Right? When we, when we are about to say the Yud Gimel Midas of Hashem's Rachamim, so we say the paragraph starts, right? And we mention again, we mention Mechila, uh, talking about And again, we don't say anything about, uh, about Kapara. Doesn't actually appear there at uh, at all, and in fact, generally, in our in our spoken kind of language, the word for for forgiveness is usually either slicha or mechila. Kapara is hardly ever used. So why then does this special day get specifically the day called Yom Kippurim or Yom Kippur? Right, which which obviously means something more than just day of 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 atonement. And and the truth is is that it's actually a Rashi, Rashi in Pashas 
Vaigislach says there that Yaakov Avinu sent messengers with an, quite an elaborate gift to give to to Esav. And the the these messengers say to to uh, to Esav, Kiomar, Yaakov had said, Achapura pono bamincha haoleches lofonai. It says, Vachrechein erefonav ulaisafonai. So he says, uh, uh, maybe he will, Esav will forgive me. And there the word is. Uh, so the word achapra really can't, can't mean, uh, uh, a forgiveness. I will, what is it? Achapra ponov, I will forgive the face of Esau. Doesn't actually make any sense at, uh, at all. So that actually bothered Rashi. So Rashi says that kapara is Something totally different. It's Lashon Kanuch Nachach. That it doesn't actually mean uh, atonement at all. It's an expression of cleansing. It's an expression of cleaning. Rashi says, Lashon Arami. It's a actually a, a, a Aramaic word who? Arami, it's Arami, it's, and, and, and it's a, a, completely an expression, uh, almost like borrowed from Arami, and it's a kapara of Lashon Kinuach, that of, of, of cleaning. And, and Rashi gives an example, he actually refers to a, a, uh, a Gemara in Meseches Gitin, which says, Ubori lachapure yode bahigabra. That he needs to, literally, to, to wipe his hands. Right? It's, it's, it's okay. It's a, it's a discussion here about the whole story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, which we're not going to discuss now. So Kapara doesn't actually mean forgiveness. Rashi actually brings a, a posuk from Ezra in Perak Aleph. And, uh, he says that, it says that, that there, there were these, uh, uh, Mizrakim, they were, they were basins that were used for actually catching blood in, in the base of Mikdash. And, and they're called, and, and it says there, uh, Mikaneach Yodav Bahen, Bahen Yodav Mikaneach. It says that, uh, 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 these Kapoye, they were called Kapoye Zav. So again, the, the Loshan is Kapoye, which again means to wipe. The Kainim would wipe the blood off of his hand on the edge of these, of these, uh, of these basins. So Kapara doesn't actually mean forgiveness or atonement at all. That's really Slicha and Machila. Kapara means something else. It means to literally to wipe something away. Achaprapanav. I'm going to wipe away the anger of my brother Esav's face with this gift. That was the purpose of the gift, to make, to uh, placate and pacify. Esav said, wouldn't be angry at me, so we could have a, a civil, a civil uh, 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 meeting. Interesting also, we find the words uh, uh, kapara, 
uh, describing the the covering of the uh, the teva. It says they have a chafar to oisa mibayis mechutz bakoifer. Right? Okay. Don't uh, want we translate it as tar, but it, it doesn't mean forgiveness at all. It means to 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 cover. It means to to cleanse. It means to get rid of something. In that case, to to stop water from being able to 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 get in. Now let's let's talk about it. when when two people want to ask forgiveness, one from the other. So you don't ask your friend for kapora, right? You ask the normal word we use is we ask for mechila. Maybe we ask for slicha. The word kapore is never used for something that we do. What we do is, yes, we, we are a moicha someone. We give someone slicha, we say, I'm sorry. Only the rabbi shlolem can give kapore. And the message here is that the goal of Yom Kippur is not in a day of atonement. It's not just to get forgiveness, to say I'm sorry to Hashem for whatever it is that we might have done wrong, that, that the Shemayim should now now uh, 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 be happy with us. It's it's a day of, of purification, a day of, of wiping away the Averis that a person that a person did. The the Nasivas explains that Yom Kippur is a day to get rid of not only the chet itself, but the influence, the hashba, that the chet of the previous years, well, years certainly, had on us. Because, unfortunately, we become used to, we become accustomed to doing things that are not I, I, uh, not ideal things to do. Right? Well, what does God say? You do something three times? It's nasa loiketa. It becomes like something that is, uh, that is actually, uh, 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 that is actually, we think it's permitted for us, for us to do. And when you get accustomed to it, so it just continues. It just rolls on and on and on. We just keep on doing it mindlessly without even thinking, without even waking ourselves up that maybe what we're doing is something we shouldn't be. Yom HaKippurim is the day to wipe away all those bad habits that that we have, what we call the herigal, the things that we do just by rote without even thinking about all the things that we have. and And these Habits that we have to do things, unfortunately, in the lazy way, in the in the slovenly way, in in the improperly way, or to fail to do something correct, and that's that's unfortunately that leaves a tremendous tremendous effect on us. We become slovenly lazy in our thinking, in our in our in our demeanor, in our way of action. Yom Kippurim is a day where we can cleanse ourselves. Not a day of atonement, but a day of actual wiping all that away. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu can actually do it, can actually cleanse us. And that's what Yom Kippur is all, is all uh, about. So with this, 
we can perhaps understand there's a posuk in uh, in Tehillim in Ayin Ches. It's, we say a posuk we know very well. It says Vohu Rachum Shem was compassionate Yechaper Avon right Velo Yashis, which means literally Hashem who has mercy will forgive our sins and not destroy us. Now, so now it makes sense because HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us kapara. No, it should clean away all of our sins and loyashkis in order that these Averis that we've done should not cause us Ashkasa, should not be, cause us to be, to be, uh, to be destroyed. All the Averis we've done in, in this previous year they unfortunately, uh, 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 certainly qualitatively, certainly in a spiritually sensitive way, have marginally destroyed us. Uh, we get used to doing certain things. We get used to maybe coming late to to davening or eating something. What? I was a bracha. Oh, I didn't realize it. Right, or saying, or saying a bracha, or forgetting to say brachas. Right, we always remember to say ashigatza when we come out of the, out of the bathroom, and that becomes normal to us. Now at Yom Kippur we say no more. We want to have, what are we talking about after the pandemic? The new, the new normal. Right, we have new expectations. Right, we, uh, you know, um, we sometimes uh, maybe don't use our nights properly. Maybe whole nights go by without us ever spending any bit of time learning Torah. We've forgotten the incredible importance of learning Torah at night. And unfortunately, we get so used to it, it doesn't even, doesn't even bother us any anymore. That's, that's the, like, the, 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 that's the hashchasa, that's the, the, the destruction that the Avera does to us. You know, we get so used to it. We don't even give it a second thought. That has to be wiped away. That's the new goal of Yom, Yom Kippurim. Right? And, and, and that's, and that's why we look so much look forward to Yom Kippur. That we have, we have days that we prepare for Yom Kippur, to get rid of the influence of the Averis of the previous year. That's the first word. There's a second word that we need to discuss briefly, and that is, the, which is also such a fundamental word for Yom Kippur, and that is the word Vidui. Vidui, which is usually translated as confession. Person says, he's misvade. He confesses his sins, right? He's moide. Publicly declares the Averis that, that he did. But there's just a problem. Because, uh, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, in the, in the laning on Shabbos, we laned Pashas Kisavai, where there's a concept called vidui masters, where a person at the end of a master cycle 
has to declare that he has done everything he has to do. Right? And, and, and in fact, the, 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 the Mishnah uses this word, vidui. It's in, it's in the, uh, 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 Mishnais in, uh, in Saita and the, and the Mesechas in, in, in Maisa, Maisa Sheni. There's vidui Maisas. What is vidui Maisas? What, what are Vera? Are we confessing? On the contrary, the declaration is that, is that we didn't do any, any, uh, any, any Averis. He's not confessing at all to any, to any Averis. Rabbi Vidimasis, as, as the Pasuk actually says, he says, I didn't do any Averis. I did exactly what I am supposed to do. That's called Vidri. So what's going on? So we say Vidri on, on Yom Kippur so many times. What is it? Is it confessing? <laughs> it doesn't seem that that's actually what it is. So understand the actual translation of the word vidui. We have to understand that tshuva encompasses two different thoughts. More, more perhaps correctly, more two different, two different feelings. Two things we have to recognize. Two things we have to maybe acknowledge that a person has to have. And you need both. One without the other is not true. One is what the Ram calls hakara sachet. Person has to recognize what he's done wrong. He has to recognize that to, to whatever degree that he expresses it. That's number one. We have to know that, that we've done the Avera. And the second, this Rabbi Yonah talks about is the, the shiftless. A person has to realize how low he has gone, how much he has, how, how much he has sunk due to all the mistakes that he made during, during, during the year. We've done Averis, and it's, again, it's badly affected us. But there's another point. In order to do tshuva, a person needs a Kabbalah. He needs to undertake that I'm going to make every effort to improve in the future. Some say this, that's, it's part of harata, it's part of regret. Some say it's a separate, it's a separate step. Right? That's not the same thing as we just mentioned about how low we have sunk. It's the opposite. It's all about godless Adam. It's about the greatness of a person that I have the ability to change. Now, as a person recognizes, I've done terrible things, I've really sunk to a terrible level, but I have tremendous potential. There are things that I can do. There are things that I can accomplish. Someone who feels just the loneliness, just the despair, just the despondency of having done Averis without feeling the godless, the greatness, can never do tshuva. He's a failure. There's no Kabbalah. I, I can't change. I can't get better. It's a waste. On Yom Kippur, we have to feel like 
angels like Malachim. Because if we don't feel godless, if we don't feel how great we are, tshuva is absolutely impossible. One without the other doesn't work. The, 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 the concept is that without a understanding of the greatness of a person, the power of a person, the potential of a person, person can never do tshuva in, in, in the fundamental of, of, of Vidri. When we apologize, that bespeaks the fact that we not only feel sorry for what we've done, but we feel confident that we want to be your friend, that we are great enough to have a relationship with the other person. We need the both. This is 11.9 Chai FM, soul to soul on Erev Shabbos Shiva. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Musha Schnurb, only on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, this is soul to soul on Friday afternoon. Say the first show of the year, Erev Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Ha'azinu, which of course is also Shabbos Shuva, which gets its name from the first word of the special Haftarah that we'll say tomorrow. So, <clears throat> as we do at this time, just to give you the important times that you need uh, to be able to kind of uh, uh, function. Um, candle lighting today, the latest time for candle lighting this afternoon is at 5.47, 13 minutes before 6 o'clock, but already from about 10 to 5, you can already... Uh, light, light those candles, maybe it's five to five. Um, but certainly, uh, definitely get a, get a jump on, on Shabbos, first Shabbos of the year. Certainly we want to bring it in as quickly as possible and get, get into it and get the most, get the most, uh, out of, out of the Shabbos that we can. It's brought that this, this first Shabbos of the year is, is then the prototype for all the, all the Shabbos of the whole year, and if one really makes an effort to, to keep it well and, and do what one can and use the time wisely and make it a beautiful Shabbos, that can have a tremendous, tremendous influence on the entire year, on the entire year coming up. So that really is <coughs> something to try to make an effort, uh, about. Uh, Shkia then is at five minutes past six, so that if you want to dive in, Myra, without having to repeat the, the, uh, the Shema, one would wait until then about 23 minutes past six. That's a certainly, certainly night. And then you wouldn't have to repeat the Shema. Then you can go home and, and, or sit and enjoy your, your Shabbos, your Shabbos meal. Tomorrow we said it's Pashas Hazinu and the special Haftarah for Shabbos Shuvah. Not a very, very, not a very long Pasha, but Quite a lot in it. Lots of Rashi because it's beautiful, beautiful words and, and both some warnings, some admonitions, some praise, some, some beautiful mix of ideas that are very relevant to, to this, to this, uh, to this Shabbos. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, of course, I would have Mincha. Many, many congregations have the Minig that, uh, the Rob says some kind of a shear, some kind of a words of uh, arousal on Shabbos Shuva, whether it'll be done live, whether it'll be done on Zoom before or after Shabbos, it's something that one should take the time to to do because sometimes there's a medrash that says that the very fact that one actually listens to what a Rav has to say can already arouse a person and can and can affect tremendous tremendous transformation in uh, 
in the person's in the person's uh, 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 life. Uh, uh, we will not say tzitkoscha at mincha tomorrow because uh, tomorrow night Moshe Shabbos is erev Yom Kippur and is the mincha before before uh, erev erev Yom Kippur. So of course we go straight then from from Shabbos into erev uh, erev Yom Kippur, erev Yom Kippur with all its uh, it's a busyness and, and, and things. And, and maybe just, you know, uh, uh, for those who maybe haven't, haven't read them, just to go through quickly some of the issues, the Bezin have issued guidelines for, for Yom, Yom Kippur. And it's certainly something worth, worth going over. If, if you're quite, uh, okay with all of it, great. But just uh, maybe a few points that are worth, that are worth, uh, uh, going, going, going through. So. First of all, there's no problem if one's coming to shul to have one's uh, temperature taken by by a non a non Jew, and of course, uh, sanitizing has to be done uh, even of of surfaces, even on Shabbos, and uh, and and you know, just want to be careful not to not to squeeze the the liquid. Use a a, a disposable type of a, a paper towel. And just a, a bit of a spritz, and that, that's already that's already enough. One is definitely allowed to daven uh, with a mask on, even shman esrei. That is that is our mode of dress at the at the moment, and therefore we have uh, every right to to do it to do it that way. Uh, if anyone didn't do for those who didn't do hataras nedarim on erev rosh hashanah, can still certainly be done. On, on Erev Yom Kippur, um, if you have three people sitting together in one place and they can act as a Bezdin, so another person who's not in Shul, not there, could say the Nusach of Hataras Nadarim for them over, over Zoom, and, uh, that would work 100, uh, 100% without any, any, uh, any problem. Well-known minig in Klai, so obviously to go to the the mikveh on Erev Yom Kippur, but some mikvahs aren't open, and some people are feeling quite uncomfortable and uneasy about going going to the uh, to the mikveh. So obviously, if a man has access to a swimming pool where you can have privacy, then then uh, you can immerse in in the swimming pool, but the, the filter. Should be turned off when when uh, toiling, or uh, if there's a uh, uh, possibility, there's a concept called tisha cabin where a person uh, can have 16 liters of water poured over him, and one can stand for under the shower f- yeah, for a uh, they say approximately four minutes. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering with all these fancy new uh, water saving uh, sort of uh, intense drill type of showers, whether it might actually not need to be more than that, but again, I, I'm not, uh, the guidelines say uh, uh, for uh, four minutes. Um, Kol Nidre night, so uh, a person can obviously say Kol Nidre at, uh, at, at home, uh, if you want to be part of a live stream of, of Kol Nidre, as long as it finishes before Yonta begins at, at 17.48 on, on Sunday, one could be part of that. Obviously, you wouldn't say Shekh at that time because you're not actually beginning Yom Tov 
at that uh, at that at that time. Um, okay, uh, we don't have to talk about the 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 length of the of the of the of the davening. Um, obviously, uh, every shul is is doing what they can to fit into the guidelines of the now four hour permitted uh, tefillas for 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 Yom Kippur. Uh, it's still for many shuls going to be tight because four hours to get in Shachris and Musaf of of uh, of Yom Kippur is not an easy thing to do. But everyone will do what they uh, what they can um, in order to make it to make it work for for uh, for them. Please remember if you are dominating in a shul service. Where they are starting from Hamelach, where they're starting from, where the Chazan is going to start from Hamelach, so then the Tzibur has to daven all of Sukkot Zimra before, and when you daven, you daven all the way until and including Yishtabach, conclude the Brach of Yishtabach, and then well, either come to Shul at that point, but please remember that one is not allowed to interrupt with any extraneous chatter during, during that time. Uh, and, and yeah, which is basically between the time you started Baruch Shammah until after the Shemon Esrei, one's not allowed to speak at all. We'll be back in a moment. This is 101.9 Chai FM. The program is Soul to Soul, and we are overjoyed at having your company. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM. We're back on your radio here in Johannesburg, South Africa on a beautiful Arab Shabbos Kodesh, first Shabbos of the year. We're talking just a little bit about some of the protocols for an halachas for uh, Yom, Yom Kippur. So, of course, if one's in shul, one complies with what's going on there. You'll get directions on what they're going to be saying, what they're not going to be saying. Shachris, Alein, Musaf, Duchening, all these things can be uh can be uh done um, and uh, most schools obviously will have a break probably a longer even than normal break because generally we take more than four hours before Shachos and Musaf so we'll have a longer break than usual uh between between the two halves of the uh of the of the dominant. in terms of Yiskoyer so Yiskar definitely can and should be recited on, on Yom Kippur. In fact, the, the actual main, the main takana, the main institution of saying the Yiskar service was actually for Yom, Yom Kippur. We've incorporated now into the, in one of the final days of, uh, of all, all the festivals, but the main source is, is Yom Kippur uh, itself. Obviously, Yiskar could be Live screen, screen either before or after, uh, a Yom Kippur. Um, what some shows are doing is rather than having it in its usual place between Shachrit and Musaf, they're adding it to the end of the service just before the break so that those who Baruch Hashem still have the bracha of having parents and usually leave the shul at that time can leave actually the premises, go home, and not hang around and uh, and socialize during during this uh, during this time because that could be that could be a uh, a, a a issue. Very important if one is davening at uh, at home. So 
one, one needs to know that all the tefillas, right, uh, uh, are daven as normal, or daven zamayrav and the shman esrei, the regular shafras and the shman esrei, and then once one has finished the actual tefillah, so all the piyotim and all the slichot can be said without without a, a minion. Right, the the by by Kol Nidre night and Niila, the thirteen attributes should either be a skit or they could be uh, 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 lanes, like in a tune, sort of like like a a a a laning tune, and that would be that would be a, a fine. And just the the Aramic paragraphs, uh, uh, paragraphs at the end of the Slichot. Uh, on Kol Nidre night, those should be, those should be, uh, uh, a skit. So therefore, all the, uh, the Fashman essays, the Mayrev, Shachris, Musaf, Mincha, and Niila Amidot can all be, uh, uh, recited. Now, even after you've said the Shman essay, one should say the Vidui again. I'm talking about someone dabbling at home. Because, uh, 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 it, the, 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 the vidui should be recited a total of ten times over the duration of, of Yom Kippur. Discussion whether the mincha of Arab Yom Kippur counts, but we try to go for the full, the full ten times. So even if you're at home, after one's finished the Shmanesa and said whatever other Putiman wants to say, one should say over the Hashamna and the Achet, uh, uh, again. Right, as you said, the Putin can be recited on on their own after the silent Ami uh, Amida. Um, the the really yeah, the, and and they're they're quite uh, the the only uh, thing that really can't be said by by yourself is uh, those the, the the where it says the the, the cantor's uh, prayer that. Obviously, it's just for the chazan, but basically everything else, maybe one or two other paragraphs, uh, 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 can be said. Ovinu Makenu should be recited, and that's after Mayrev, Shachris, Mincha, and Neila on the, on the, on Yom Kippur. Um, if you're dominating Musaf, one should preferably wait till after about three hours of the day, which is about uh, nine o'clock, uh, five to nine in uh, in in Johannesburg, and one definitely can. Say, uh, uh, Yisko, you can do the whole Musaf, you can do the Avoida, you can go through the, 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 the Avoida and even do the bowing, uh, uh, by oneself at, uh, at home. Take it slowly, go read it through, try to understand what actually is happening. It's an amazing, it's an amazing, amazing process that was done on, on, uh, on Yom Kippur. Obviously, when it comes to fasting, if anyone's concerned about fasting, Please speak to your doctor and then speak to your Rav or one of the Dayanim of the, uh, of the, uh, uh, Bezdin. If a person is healthy, even if they know they have the comorbidities, they must fast. There's no reason why they shouldn't, why they shouldn't fast. Someone had COVID-19 and is already symptom free, they should fast. And if they've received any ad- advice to the contrary, Speak to your rob or to a dying lebezin, and and let them help you make make the decision. Anyone who has COVID symptoms, fever, coughing, shortness of breath, 
So they ideally should eat and drink shiurim, which is a special amount at certain intervals, uh, which is still considered technically fasting. If that's not going to work, one would even be allowed to break to break one fast. Again, ask your rov or dayan for 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 guidance in uh, in the air. Someone who just has a cough is generally not considered grounds for for fasting at uh, at at all. So our time is up. So really, just left for me to wish you all a beautiful Gachabis and a gemach simatayva. To all, everyone should have an easy but meaningful fast. And remember, Yom Kippur, as we said before, Yom Kippur is about cleaning ourselves, about getting ready to change our habits to become great people that we all have the potential to become. To all of you, thank you for listening, and to each and every one of you, a good Shabbos and a good